okay, so what's happening here? So let's let's pull back. Because there's no way that we have national mourning for 24,000 students we've never met. There's no way that these 24,000 gets everybody to stop what they're doing and to mourn, but no one else does. Something else is going on here. So let's pull back and understand the context of where this is. Where this is. Picture, if you can, the temple, the base on Mikdash, right? Jew, the, 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 the unifying point of the Jewish people, Jerusalem, right? The, the sacrifices, the Kohanim, the Levium, everything. 70 CE, the Romans come in and destroy the place. Remember? Sarbateves, Sarasavatamos, Teshubah. During that period of time, there's a fateful meeting between the leader of the time, a man named Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, and the emperor of Rome, Vespasian. Vespasian is leading the charge in the army. He's the general who surrounded Judea. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai sneaks out through an incredible way by hiding himself basically in a coffin, meets this, this Vespasian, and says to him, he's on you, the king. Now, Vespasian goes, man, that's death, right? I'm not the king. So if you call me the king and there's a king in Rome, that's not good. When that happened, the Gemara tells us that his he couldn't put his shoe back on because he grew in stature. And uh, someone came in and said, you know, emperor, the, you're, you're the new emperor. The emperor died in Rome and they appointed you to be the emperor. So now he turns around to the rabbi and goes, all right, you're clearly a man who knows something. What do you want? And one of the things that he, he asks of him is, I want a city in the north called Yavne and the elders. Why? Because to me, it was a brilliant strategy. This is it, a negotiation trick. When you think you're going to lose the negotiation, find something else that they'll give you that you can that'll make you live another day. It's a standard trick. It's a standard tactic in negotiation. Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai uses it and says, give me the north. Give me the rabbis. He gives it to him. And as a result, he moves up, so to speak, with the rabbis, and they rebuild Torah. So while Jerusalem is being sacked and everything is focused on that city, up north sprouts this world of Torah, which then translates to the entire country. And now there's a rebirth for the next 70 plus years of Judaism. Along the way was a man named Akiva. He was a shepherd. And he got inspired and he decided to learn. And he, because of Yavna and Chachamah, because of all the rabbis around, was able to study, learn, and grow and became one of the greatest rabbis of the generation. Now, picture what's happening. The Jews are getting strong again. They're building themselves militarily. There's a general named Bar Kochva, who has an army of, of superheroes, so to speak. And they start to push around the Romans, the Romans who are the occupiers. They push the Romans out. Rabbi Akiva and the entire country, if you will, are growing in their religious scholarship. Rabbi Akiva becomes one of the greatest rabbis of all time. Has 24,000 students up and down the country. And now the country is, the Jewish people are poised for redemption. Think about it. They're in Israel. They have a military strength. They have the spiritual strength. They have the greatest rabbis. They know the base on Igdash. And they actually declare national redemption. They mint coins. They have an army. And they start to push the Romans out. The Romans call in Julius Severus and push them back. Now, around this time is the 
is when the period happens with these students. Around this time, a plague breaks out. The plague starts to expose the, the crack in the spiritual armor. Because you can't win as a Jewish people just because of military strength. You need to have spiritual strength. And the 24,000 students represented the spiritual strength of the Jewish people. They were Rabbi Kiva students. And in these students were part of the redemption. And yet during this time, a plague broke out and they died. Now, during the same time, Bar Kochva has to fight a battle. Bar Kochva is not the Mashiach any longer. Bar Kochva loses the battle of Betar. More Jews die in Betar, as the rabbis tell us, than in the, the temple's destruction. The, no, the blood rose to the nose of the horses of the Roman soldiers, and the Romans come back, destroy Jerusalem, plow it over, and the Jews now are plunged into exile. So the morning that we experience right now is not a morning of 24,000 students. We would never have periods of mourning like this. The morning that we're experiencing right now is the morning of we were about to have redemption. We were about to touch the third temple. Something went wrong. Something happened in the spiritual armor of the Jewish people represented in the 24,000 students that caused the entire efforts to fail. And not just 24,000 dying, hundreds of thousands of dying. And not just the tragedy of individuals, but the collective national tragedy. We don't have national mourning for individuals. The only two times a year we do this stuff. No shaving, no weddings, national mourning is now in three weeks. Because those are the two times that we deal with national mourning. Because that's redemption that we almost had and we lost. Something happened that caused this failure that created this destruction. Now, we're not mourning because of what happened. We're mourning because whatever happened still hasn't been solved. So it's as if we're still perpetuating the wrong. And so every year we come back and God says, and the rabbis tell us, you got to get this right. So we're going to go through an exercise called national mourning to remind you that during this time, we could have gotten the third temple. We could have gotten redemption. We could have had Geula, but we didn't. What is it? What went wrong? We'll talk about it.